Front Podcast Network. Back in the saddle again with the guys. Man, I missed you guys. I did. It was seamless, though. We had an episode last week. It was almost like we were all here. I know. I know. Well, uh, the, there's good news and bad news. <laughs> all right. Which do you want to start with, Tony? Well, the good news is it's an all-fresh episode. Uh, that's a good news. That is very good news. And what's the bad news? My boxer shorts are no longer fresh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think I got a little case of the mirrors. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a <laughs> minute. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm confused about the fresh piece, but go ahead. Uh, I've, uh, I've had uh, to go to the bathroom. Explosive blank, uh, also known as diarrhea. And uh, I've had that for now three days. Is that really the right way to intro a show? But okay. Yeah. Let's, you want to start the show over again? No, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Let's start it from your bathroom. <laughs> With a play-by-play. No, keep going. We <laughs> we love hearing about your bowel so, movements. I've got a feverish chill. Chill. Well, at least I can go this time. At least I'm not inserting an enema. <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, that, this uh, is a far less awful story. That is true. That is so true. maybe this wasn't the greatest opening uh, to a show. However, uh, if I don't make it, uh, at least we all know why. Why do you have so much energy given that you don't necessarily... And, and, and why mirrors? Italian Coke. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Italian cocaine. Been snorting it since <laughs> noon. <laughs> How are you able to get it back into the States? You don't even want to know. We want winners here. You smell like a winner! From days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another episode of Radio for Winners, Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don, the Red Crow. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, another episode, another week, and uh, I am feeling the energy from this Italian cocaine. I, uh, but uh, man, uh, first off, uh, I, I was even though I was on the beaches of Italy, I, I was uh, struck with a little bit of jealousy. I looked on, online on my Instagram, and I saw pictures of Don and his kid uh, at Oriole Park. Uh, and I was actually jealous. Yeah, we went to uh, we had uh, they had Little League Day. Now you got to look forward to this, I guess, in a couple of years, uh, Jeremy. But um, they had Little League Day at uh, Camden Yards, so it was my son's his first baseball game at Camden Yards, and got to go on the field. Now, have you ever been on the field at Camden Yards? Uh, only once, but I was informed I'm not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> um, I was not allowed back for six years. That reminds me of a joke that I told to a parent, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, so have you, Tony, ever been on the field at Camden Yards? I uh, have uh, not. Now, see, really. I've been on the field at Raven Stadium several times, but never on the field at Camden Yards. I was at the field in the Raven Stadium, but that's because there was an HF Festival there. It wasn't really during a game. I've, no, I've, I've been for a game. I've been on the sidelines for a game or two, and, um, <clears throat> but I've never been on the field at Camden Yards. It was really neat. They, they did a really good job. They, you know, all the fans come down and, like, on the bowl, and they're, like, high-fiving and all that type of stuff. Uh, let me just apologize first off. If you hear any coughing noises being picked up on the mic, uh, that is a, a, a pug. <laughs> <laughs> that I think has also gotten the mirrors. I was going to say, I think, I think I've got either. I either got sick from the pug or the pug got sick from me. I, I That's what you get for sleeping with a pug. Tony. I thought for a second that uh, Tony was, was taking the show from the bathroom. It was, <laughs> it was Guys, just keep going. I'll, I'll bring the I'm microphone sure it's in. It's not going to pick up, and he'll be dead soon. No. So, uh, <laughs> oh, that's not. 
But anyway, it was a really good time. His first baseball game got to go in the field. But then I think that he thinks that we get to go in the field at every baseball game that we go to from now on. Because oh, no. we went on Tuesday, and he's like, hey, let's, you know, let's go down the field. And I said, no, that doesn't, doesn't happen. We have to sit all the way up there. So we're out in left field, out in the center, way, way up top. But I, t- I said to a parent who clearly does not have a sense of humor, I said, if you ever wanted to run on the field, now would be the time to do it because the Baltimore City Police are not arresting anyone currently. <laughs> they're not tasing anyone. They're not shooting anyone. They're not even there. So if you wanted to run on the field at a baseball game, now would be the opportunity to do it. I got several laughs off of that. And but not I had, from the person you told it to. I had one mother look at me. She goes, that's not very nice. That's not right. Oh, my God. So I pushed her kid out. That's when you're like, you're right, ma'am. Take Racial discontent is never right. I said, take your son and get him out of here. Now, so I thought that was funny, but clearly she did not. She was a little sensitive to that, and I'm not sure why. But that child, I'm venturing to guess, will not be on our baseball team next year. And I'm going to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Because of your joke? They're going to uh, pull him out solely because they're like, that well, guy she, is terrible. She's the one that went up to um, another coach. So Coach Nick, who listens to the show, he was not there one week. And I was coaching the baseball team. And um, the, the, the commissioner of the league, see, this is how complicated it gets. There's a commissioner of the league. I don't have time for he this. He coaches the other te- this other team that we were playing. The mother on our team, this mother, goes up to that coach and says, you, you do such a good job with the boys. You're so calm and relaxed. And <laughs> you just, you're doing a very good job. I just wanted to come up and introduce myself and say, I really like the, your demeanor out in the field. Now, my demeanor is no different than his. No different. But she didn't come up and say anything to me. She went right up to him to say something to him. Well, that's because you're probably in a lawn chair with Miller Light cans all <laughs> over the side of it. I do have the kids fetch me a beer or two while I'm out there in center field. <laughs> Not going to lie. Not going to lie. But anyway, yeah, it was a good time. I know that you saw this picture, so it was a, uh, it was a fun time. But uh, sounds to me like you had some fun of your own. I did. Spent uh, about uh, 10 days between uh, Paris and Rome. And, uh, you know, let me start off before I dive into this. Uh, we just don't do jokes here, all right? It's not just all jokes and sadness. Uh, we also do a service. Uh, and I'd like to introduce a segment called uh, Airlines That You Fly Internationally, my review, my review of those. <laughs> this is a reoccurring segment that will never happen again. It will happen <laughs> once every seven years. So now Tony's going to tell us a little bit about his travel. Now, I was traveling all year. But he's traveling now for the first time. He's going to give us his annual travel review. Now, Tony, but I didn't like... realize if you were in an airport, I didn't get a list of airport bathroom-related topics. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not paying attention as much as I am. Actually, I have to touch on that. I, have to, I, I do have to touch on that because that was incredible internationally. They know how to do bathrooms. Uh, let me jump into Icelandic Air is what I took over because I'm all about deals. When you talk about Tony, you talk about depression, and you talk about deals. <laughs> Old Double D. Good old Uh, Deal Right Grasic. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we we did this horrible move where we decided to leave for, uh, because we flew out dogs so we could drop off the dogs. We flew out around uh, 5, or no, we drove out up to D.C. around 5 p.m. on Monday. So, didn't sleep at all during the day. Didn't get up to D.C. till like 1 a.m. And then had to get up uh, fairly early the next day for my flight. Um, Actually, no. 
I'm not sure why I woke up. I didn't sleep well. Was basically what I'm telling you. I'm still not. I'm still foggy. It's all like the mirror. Not sure what it is. He can't even tell his own story. (laughs) He has no idea where he is. (laughs) So first flight, Icelandic Air. uh, Fantastic flight. Can't recommend it enough. However, um, my only criticism is they don't give free food. Who does give free food? Nobody uh, gives free food. I will food. get to that. I had we had free food on the flight from a couple different uh, airlines, but outside of that, cheap flight, uh, roomy conditions, uh, roomy enough, and uh, very enjoyable. We get into uh, was it Reykjavik? Reykjavik. <laughs> Outstanding. Roger, wow. Roger. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I'm fine. Never going to go there. But we landed. We should, like we should just do nothing but a travel blog with Tony. <laughs> we should pull out an atlas and just say, "Please, please read page five of the atlas." <laughs> so you flew into Reykjavik, and yeah, flew there. And my high school and some college education, uh, we flew in at midnight, and it's still daylight out. Oh wow! Imagine that, because they only get that twenty-two hours. Blah blah blah. But it's freezing. <laughs> it's like forty-five degrees. So it throws me all off because uh, we had to like walk out onto the uh, the airfield to get into the terminal, uh, and it's freezing, uh, and it's still light out, and uh, I'm surrounded by the Icelandic folks. Uh, it was all right. It was all right. But, uh, you know, Icelandic air, it's uh, Iceland- I, give you, I give you two thumbs up. <laughs> just talk about how miserable it was, and I give it five stars. I almost just said <laughs> out of how many thumbs? <laughs> two now, thumbs out of ten thumbs. The next flight, and I'm pretty sure this is where I contracted mirrors, and I'm just getting delayed onset of the symptoms, is uh, again, I'm all about deals. So I flew from uh, Reykjavik to uh, Paris uh, via Kuwaiti Air. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Now, this wow. is what I was thinking. Uh, one, they were discounted uh, flights. It was like, it was, it was literally 70 bucks uh, per person to fly from uh, there to, uh, to Paris. Good deal. But, uh, and I see, I was assuming because, you know, it's an oil rich company, they would be modern airplanes, they really do it up. Uh, no, the plane was like from 1930. Uh, I think it was Amelia Earhart's plane. I'm, <laughs> I imagine fully the flight from Indiana Jones where he's in like there's crates all around. He's just strapped to the side <laughs> of the plane. and stuff like that. <laughs> Tony literally flies every airline and has had a major crash in the past like <laughs> five to ten years. But, uh, you know, I still a good airline. Despite the plane being very old, they gave us free food. However, now that I think about it, that's probably where I contracted whatever I got right now. And then I uh, flew from uh, Paris be an Asian air, and uh, we flew over the sea, and I was like, God damn, scary. Scary. So at this point, I'm in Paris. I've been up for 24 hours. Uh, we get in there around 6 a.m. We can't check in till 2 because I'm not good at planning. <laughs> so we had to go eight hours walking around on zero sleep. We were able to he's check up our for bags. for 24 hours. He's got he's to bide his time for eight additional hours before he can check in. Man, that's yeah, no was- holiday in. That's no holiday in. Uh, it was not uh, not the best plan. Not a good plan. Uh, I did see Sacre Coeur, uh, which is a fantastic church. Uh, it's at the highest peak in Paris. So I climbed all that, which was a good thing because that took uh, a good 20 to 25 minutes just to walk up it. And, um, and by that point, I only had seven and a half hours to go until I could go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> so that was great. Uh, now, while see. you were in Paris, did you? Because I, I was reading an article while you were over there, they were removing the love locks from that bridge. Did you, by chance, leave a love lock while you were there? I did not. I have no idea what that story is about. I didn't read anything. <laughs> the only thing I saw was a picture of you and your kid at Candom Yards, where I never got to do anything like that because my dad didn't love me. Anyhow, let's go <laughs> back into 
Uh, <laughs> this is where it got awkward. Uh, I feel severely handicapped for the most part every day. <laughs> However, I felt especially handicapped because, as you guys know, I can barely speak English now. Uh, I went to Paris not speaking their language, and they were nice enough. People say French people suck. They're terrible people. Uh, they were actually fairly friendly. However, uh, they weren't uh, easy with the English. They kind of... Uh, they well, kind that's of because they're, French. they're not native speakers. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Do you think that somebody in a garage in France is doing a podcast right now talking about his trip to the U.S. and he says, you know, they in, in the U.S. are not very good with the French. <laughs> Why would he be speaking in English on a French podcast? Because <laughs> they want to reach a larger demographic. <laughs> and what was he doing a Yakov Smirnov impersonation? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why is he doing a Yakov Smirnov impersonation? Anyway. So it's, it's in the morning. We decide to stop into a cafeteria or cafe and get a, a coffee. Uh, and all they have is like lattes and espressos. Um, <laughs> and this is, I was warned about this ahead of time. Uh, if you go to Paris or if you go to, to, to Rome, don't expect uh, any kind of a quick service uh, because they don't get tipped. However, uh, I didn't know that they didn't get tipped. Uh, <laughs> but then I felt compelled to tip anyway. Uh, and the service was still beyond terrible. It took like a, I mean, you know, you ever have an espresso and you, well, you drink it in one, one shot, right? I, I've never had an espresso. Yeah, well, you don't. I mean, yes. That's a small, small cup. Right, right. I mean, right. And if you don't, if, you, if you're sipping it, you're doing something wrong. Uh, however, uh, an hour and ten minutes of sipping my <laughs> my espresso, waiting for this this uh, waiter who was uh, clearly not uh, not happy with us being there. Um, although he was friendly, he was friendly. Um, I feel like Tony got arrested overseas, and he has to speak nothing but positivity about his trip to, to Europe. Well, that almost happened at the end. I'll get into that later. Oh, good. Uh, so I sit down for my first meal after an hour and 20 minutes waiting for this waiter. We, we venture off. We go a couple of those things. Escargo. And uh, <laughs> this, is where, this is where I was the absolute ugly American, because this happened twice in the first day. Uh, I was completely intimidated by the menu. Uh, the only thing I could read on the menu was cheeseburger. <laughs> so I went to Paris <laughs> and I had a cheeseburger for two meals. <laughs> the first day. Oh, hey, where are the French fries on this thing? <laughs> or as you call them here. Can I get some French toast? I guess you guys just call it toast. toast and fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, overall, not uh, not not the most adventurous on the first day. Uh, the second day we were there, and we flew into Paris because it's cheaper to fly into Rome. So we didn't, really, uh, we didn't plan it out very well, uh, mainly because the hotel was located right to the Temple Ganesh, uh, which, uh, believe it or not, not a tourist attraction. <laughs> that area is not uh, <laughs> it's not a tourist attraction. Uh, so it was not easy going out at night uh, or in the morning or the daytime. Anyhow, I think that dog is dying. It'll <laughs> be fine. Just a little bit of hacking up. Um, if you didn't know it was a dog, you'd think it. That's my uncle Al. He's, <laughs> he's, he's sleeping over. He's tonight. been smoking for seventy years. <laughs> so the second meal I did have, I finally got the courage to order something uh, French. I got snails, escargot. Escar- and I gotta tell you, Escar- I'm a fan. Escargot. I'm a fan. They're, uh, they taste nothing like snails. What just garlic and butter. What, what have you ever like? eaten snails? That did I, taste know, I just like assume snails. they taste like something. They didn't taste like anything. They taste like mussels. Jeremy, I'm any from kind Arnold. Of, uh... I used to eat snails all the time. <laughs> I got bits of shell stuck in my teeth. Uh, Coach Smith used to take us down to the pool and then molest us. We used to eat snails <laughs> to buy our time before our mom picked us up in the station wagon. There was no noticeable taste, is what I'm saying. No noticeable taste. Except the garlic and the butter. 
Uh, the garlic and the butter was the only thing I tasted. That and some kind of rubbery, chewy thing. Anyhow, it was fantastic. <laughs> Great meal. Good way to end the night. Off to Rome. Which we took Aer Lingus. <laughs> which is an unfortunate name. <laughs> uh, don't get the food on Aer Lingus. Uh, don't fly on Aer Lingus. Uh, what will happen is a 78-year-old Irishman will sit next to you and talk to you the entire way about how great his cruise was. Uh, <laughs> That's actually in the brochure for Aer Lingus. <laughs> so we had, um, we had a couple things. Uh, <laughs> the first day, we, uh, we were going to a beach happy hour. The nice thing about Rome is that uh, you're, you're pretty close proximity to mountains. You're also pretty close proximity to the beach. And the beaches are surprisingly much better than Ocean City. Uh, <laughs> Ocean City, not necessarily on the top 100 beaches across the world. <laughs> but there's a small so, country in Europe called Rome. Never sure you ever heard of it before, but they got mountains and beaches. Surprisingly, pretty good. Ain't got no thrasher's fries, though. <laughs> No, or, the, the crazy thing about uh, this was, though, is that we're headed to the beach, and it's like driving basically on Route 50 uh, to Ocean City. However, uh, every few miles, you pass by uh, prostitutes sitting in lawn chairs. <laughs> and again, it's not like you're going to a red light district. You're like in the middle of cornfields and just like wilderness. That's, uh, that's 113. But yeah, that's that's not fifty. You got to go off the strip. Uh, you, you went down four hundred four. That's where you went. You went down four hundred four. You found yourself a prostitute with a jug of water. Luckily, she packed her lunch because it's a long night. I just don't. I don't know what they're doing. I don't, I don't know. It's very I like bizarre. Tony does impressions of Tony doing Tony. I love it. So, did you get a prostitute? I did not. My, my wife was in the car. Did she, these did she get a prostitute? She got three prostitutes. <laughs> Had to pass the time somehow. Hey, everybody. Uh, let's see. So <clears throat> a couple things about, uh, about Rome in general. Uh, I, I'm afraid to drive in Rome. That's I'm afraid to eat in France. Uh, and I'm afraid to drive in Italy. Uh, there's a lot of cars. Uh, <laughs> and basically, I had a, another American describe how he, he was driving his rental car. car uh, the first thing is that he was aggressive, overly aggressive, and uh, basically just didn't care. And that's how he was able to get around. Uh, and that's how they do it. They don't, uh, they don't, they don't stop. Uh, they just kind of swerve around whether or not they're on uh, a road as passable or not. Uh, there's no regard uh, at all for traffic, uh, traffic rules. Now, did you have spaghetti and meatballs while you were in Italy? Well, this is going to sound bad. All right. This is going to sound like <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm a total I'm gonna rude. I'm going to call it now a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> the first day I ordered a cheeseburger. Uh, no, actually, they didn't have cheeseburgers on the menu. Didn't see one. But it's all pizza and pizza and pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's pizza and pazzi. <laughs> I think that's the name of the show. Uh, the pasta was amazing. I, I'll never have American pasta again in the United States because it was, it was way too good over there. Uh, the pizza, though, not that great. Lido is better. Look at corners. That's a it's an overwhelming uh, support of uh, the Lido's pizza, that they're better. Now, what kind of pizza did you get when you were there? Did you get the beefaroni or Ralph Mouth? <laughs> uh, I just I don't even know what I got. I, I, I couldn't. I don't know where I was half the time. We went to a mountain town and we went to the beach, uh, and they went to a, like a lake where uh, I went to a wedding. That's the main reason I was going over there. Uh, and I said, I don't know what the towns are called. I have pictures I now need to upload to Facebook, and I don't even, I'm not even going to be able to put captions on them because I don't know where I was. <laughs> Just say Europe in every one of them. Europe. Outside of the Pantheon, I have nothing to add to any of the captions. 
How did you go to any, like, the, did you go to the Coliseum? We went to uh, the Pantheon. We did not go to the Coliseum. We did pass by some uh, areas in the Pantheon, which has, like, ruins just out of nowhere. Uh, I wanted to go to the Vatican, but they were sold out. Apparently, they have a certain amount of tickets during the day. Uh, which I'm kind of happy because I don't want I don't want to stay on the line to see uh, the Pope. I'm now, just did you uh, did you go to the Eiffel Tower while you were in Paris? Uh, we did not. We did not. That's hack. I mean, what am I gonna do? Go into a tower and then have some French guy try to sell me stuff? I don't need that. Says the guy that ordered a cheeseburger <laughs> twice. <laughs> you don't want to do something <laughs> hacky. I did go to Notre Dame. Okay, so kind of made up for it. And I did go to some museum that's apparently famous and has a Statue of Liberty. Did you see the uh, Mona Lisa? Uh, no. That's ridiculous. I think that's in uh, Rome. The Mona Lisa? Where is it, Paris? Is that in the Louvre? I, I, believe, no I believe it's in the Louvre. Listen, I'm an ugly American. An, uh, I did, however, manage to get some CrossFit in. <laughs> now, this is where our listeners have been waiting for you. Did you work out in Europe? <laughs> the day of the wedding, I, uh, Katie went uh, off with the, uh, the bride, uh, kind of prepped for it. So I had about six hours on my own, uh, and there was a park across the street. So I uh, went over to the park, did some sprints. Uh, I also did some uh, lunges <laughs> while Italians smoked and uh, looked at me for, uh, weird. Do they have uh, uh, Mylar balloons over there? Uh, no. The problem this is that, and this is why I was not anticipating, people were like, oh, you have to wear your best clothes because uh, the, the Italians know how to dress. Uh, and that might be true in the fall and in the winter uh, or the spring, but when it's like June and 95 degrees, uh, they, don't, uh, they just wear T-shirts and shirts and shorts. And uh, so it was... It was hot, and you're wearing I felt a tuxedo like, okay. working out. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm basically saying is, I only packed one race T-shirt for the entire trip. Whoa, <laughs> one race T-shirt, Whoa. and that's the shirt that you probably wore on the plane. Uh, absolutely, I, I only packed two shirts. Mm. So, um, okay, another ugly American moment, and I, I knew what this was. But... Ugly American moment. <laughs> I knew what this was. Uh, but I didn't, you know, I, I just thought it was in Paris. I didn't know it was in Rome. Please say this is about or, a bidet. Yes, that's the bidet. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm drinking from this weird fountain, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was washing my feet. <laughs> I was washing my feet before the shower. Oh. And uh, no, but yeah, I, you know, I knew what it was. But at the same time, it's like, what? I don't understand why this is here. I didn't know you guys did that. Uh, and uh and then, like, uh, the person, like, living there came in and was, like, like telling me, like, yeah, that's what this. But actually simplified it as if I had no clue what it was. So then I just felt really dumb uh, <laughs> for, not, for not knowing uh, what a bidet is. But the question is, did you use it? No, I uh, had no Come on! Design. I've heard it's I could extremely use it refreshing. I'll tell you right now. I could use it right now. Uh, well, because I mean, you got the mirrors. Mirrors. <laughs> I got mirrors. So you didn't try it at all? No, what am I? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he didn't poop the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just sat there for hours just using it. <laughs> I spent the entire first Thursday I was there on the bidet. Hey, guys, sit on this thing. <laughs> I feel refreshed. This is amazing. I've never been so clean. Now, you've never been to Europe before. I've never, no. Okay. What about you, Don? Have you ne- ever been? Never, never. We should go to Iceland. It's I 900 would... bucks round Re- trip. Reykjavik? Yeah. I'd go. They have hot springs there. They have hot springs. They have uh, very cheap casinos, $5 games, tables. Sounds better than Vegas. Actually, well, you don't have it. I've been, uh, I've been to Bush Gardens, the old country, so I'm pretty sure I know what I'm talking about when I say we don't have to go to Europe. <laughs> We're good to go. Uh-huh. I will tell you, I went to New York, New York, and uh, they nailed it. 
That's all I'm saying. They nailed it. And I went to Paris <laughs> and uh, Vegas as well, and they nailed it also. So really, you have no reason to go to, to Europe. You can just go to those two casinos and really get uh, the true old country. Never got to go to New York and never got to go to <laughs> Paris. I can just go to Las Vegas and essentially just get Just avoid every- the Hooters Casino. It's not very good. Essentially, when we go to Vegas, we go to some old cowboy saloon bar down the street. It's that, closed now. We're not going to go anymore. I'm not interested in going back. What to are Vegas. they? They had like a boutique now. I don't care. It's not Wild Bills or whatever it was called. It was full the of the days. <laughs> it was full of people squirting urine on uh, old uh, swinging stall doors. That's for sure. So you're back so, in the U.S. I am. To recap, uh, I liked Italy more than I liked France. I liked uh, Rome more than Paris. Uh, I like the small towns uh, outside of Rome uh, the best. The beaches are great, and the mountain towns are fantastic. Uh, however, I have to go back to work where I'm miserable, so it wasn't really all matter. <laughs> that's well, true. Least, least Ultimately, that's go. how every vacation ends. Say, yes, that's, <laughs> correct. that's correct. But great trip. Well, I didn't do anything when you were gone. I went to a farmer's market, which is not interesting. I paid $8 for about uh, three spoonfuls of guacamole, and then I realized I had a whole bag of avocados at home. And it has been a big week, though, in the world of sports. Your sports team. Yes, a lot of great sports stories since you've been out of town. Right now is the NBA Finals. They're going, uh, it was tied, uh, it was two to one, and I don't know who won tonight because we are recording a podcast. I wasn't watching. Uh, the NHL Stanley Cup Finals are also going on right now. They're tied at two to two. Tied at two to two. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Last Saturday, I was at a bar on the Eastern Shore uh, while a band I'm in played a show beforehand because it's a sports bar. Everyone crowded around the TV to watch the Belmont to see if it would be the first time a triple crown happens in something like 37 years. And it did. And it did. American Pharaoh's there. Everyone's cheering. They're way into it. Everyone's like dancing around. They're screaming. And he crossed the finish line. Everyone's like, this is great. The first triple crown in 37. Hey, the O's are on. Can we turn the O's game on? And no one brought it up ever again. It's already forgotten. No one remembered that it even happened. They've talked about it for months leading up to it. The day of, it was all that was on the news. 37 years they've talked about it. Five minutes after the horse race is over. Time to turn the Oriole game on. Not even. Not even five minutes after. I guess if you had money on the race, good for you. Well done. If you own the horse, you're apparently very happy because you get to jack a horse off now for the next few months. $100 million worth of horse semen. That's a lot of horse semen. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, but the biggest possible sports story of the weekend is relating to our, unsurprisingly, our NASCAR league. Oh, man. Not I can't only believe I missed out on that. I come in third place, <laughs> but I believe your entire family has quit our NASCAR league, Don. <laughs> we had a lot going on this weekend and totally lost track of... Of, of your NASCAR league. Of my NASCAR league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. I believe that I looked at every driver that I was going to pick, and I believe they finished 43rd <laughs> it would up to 39th. The trifecta. It would have totally been. I would have won I would, the triple crown for last place performances. So, no, we, we are still in it, and we just we forgot. We had, <laughs> we had a lot going on. It was my grandfather's 85th birthday this weekend, so happy, happy birthday, Pop. He doesn't know how to listen to the Did he jump out of an airplane like your grandmother? No, no, he is smarter. Than okay. that, um, he simply just turns his hearing aid off when all the family gets together. That is smart. <laughs> so my uh, grandfather-in-law does as well. Yes. So we played a lot of. My uncle made uh, my grandfather a cornhole um, set. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if my grandfather understands what cornhole is, but we had a big cornhole tournament in the backyard, and um, we celebrated that. We had some other little birthday things going on. I had like twenty cousins over to my house, like on Saturday, and. 
just totally lost track of the time. And when I went to log in, as I was hauling the family down the road, I was like, oh, I got to log and do my picks. And the race had already started. So I apologize. Well, that's okay, Don. Are you worried it's going to hurt your standings? I know that it's <laughs> only going to improve my standings because normally I get negative points. Can't get negative points if you don't start a driver. That's true. That's very true. Well, hopefully you're back this, this coming week because I know I'm we back. have a trip coming up at some point you're very excited about. We're going to go to I Richmond. I believe from Chicagoland Speedway this weekend, I believe. It's going to be great. Yes, and we, um, we do need to finalize some of these plans. So... Um, if if you or a loved one would like to join us on our road trip adventure, uh, please send us an email, rfwshow at gmail.com, so that we can um, really not respond back to you. No, all. no one checks our email. No. But if we did, we could respond back. Also, no one's interested in going with us to Richmond. But if they were, I think we're <laughs> renting a bus at this point. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, we're, we're, there's, there's some things in the world. We've got some price lists going. We're, we're, we're good to go. It's going to be me and Don in my car driving down angrily five minutes before the race starts. But the good news is, is that I think that we're going to take the show on the road and we're going to record live from the race. Boy, if it's as good as our episode last week where we drank beer and recorded, it's going to be a solid Which, show. Which, by the way, hats <laughs> off to our, our, our good friends at Frank About Beer. I, 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 um, um, they were nice enough to come and join us. And I don't remember much towards the end, but I went back and listened to it. And it, it sounded pretty good. I wasn't, we weren't as drunk as I thought that we were. But did I sound drunk. knowledgeable at all, or did I completely... Uh... Well, everything was a good sessional. Yes, yes. Yeah, everything was a good sessional for you. But uh, no, good, good to have Frank about beer. I think that they've actually said that they would like to join us um, down for the, the Richmond race. Um, and maybe we can get them back on the show soon. Um, and maybe actually find some head-to-head beers because that didn't necessarily go the way that it should have gone. Well, even if we just do it for a, like a season, we'll have them bring in their favorite you know, fall beers or something. That would be good. Or we can just all tie into this Richmond trip. Who knows? The important part of that conversation was that you missed out on your NASCAR yes, team. Yes, I did. Sorry. Because you were cornholing your grandfather. So now we'll go ahead <laughs> and get into our regular segment we do every week. Now that Tony's back from Europe and we're not doing a beer episode, Radio for Winners... And the news. That's right. Radio for Winners and the news. Every week we take two to three news stories that we like. We take all the facts out. We put them in a blender. We blend them all up. I spit them back out again. I throw them on pieces of paper. We give it to you as real news stories, even though I made them up right ahead of time. Right ahead of time? Right ahead of time. But these stories are actually real. First story. What are you doing on June 20th, Don? June 20th. That is this month. Yes. I'm voting. That's not well, perhaps, but that's not what I'm talking about. June twentieth is a Saturday. It's next Saturday, Saturday. June twentieth. That is the day before I believe Father's Day. Yes. I will be, I'm sure, doing a lot of work to make up for the fact that I'm not gonna be doing anything on Sunday. Well, I've got a solid Father's Idea Day idea for you, Don. Father's idea day. Yep. And I'm sorry, Tony. One, not a father. Two, you don't live in the mm-hmm. area. You mm-hmm. could go to Georgetown to the grand opening of DC's very own Cat Cafe. I'm sorry? It's a cat cafe. It's <laughs> called Crumbs and Whiskers, Don. I'm sorry? It's a cat cafe. You get to go and, and go to, like, example, like a Starbucks. They sell some food items. They sell, they sell coffee and drinks. Uh-huh. And there are cats all around. Okay. And you can just go and just hang out with a cat. Do you know what the real estate is going for in the Georgetown area? I'm sure it's very high. How, 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 um, how do you afford to open up a cat cafe? The answer is you do a Kickstarter where people give you $100,000 to open your cat cafe. Okay. Now, you have a cat, Don. I do. He does not travel very well. Uh, well, you don't take your cat to the cat cafe. You're missing the point. Oh. They have their own cats. I don't take my cat with me? No, that no. is not acceptable. No. You go and you hang out with their cats. Okay. I think so, what do you think rent goes for in Georgetown per month? 
Uh, are you going by square footage or what? Like, uh, yeah. just overall. Ballpark. Like, if you were going to open a coffee shop, how much do you think it would cost well, you? Uh, what do we? Can you give me a, a ballpark square footage? Jesus, Don, you've ruined I, this whole thing. No, I can't. I can. I don't know what the day. <laughs> I is. thought he was looking it up. That's what I thought. No, no he was I'm reading off his phone. That, He's no. not doing any work. I don't know, probably ten thousand a month minimum. I would say more than that. Yeah. I, I think uh, for one area off of Connecticut, when I worked at a store there, it was like forty grand a month or twenty five grand a month. I mean, it was very expensive. I think it has to be at least uh, no less than fifteen grand a month. I, I agree, it's very expensive. So now I go there, right? I get a latte. You get you get your drink, maybe a muffin. You could order a muffin. All right, I sit down. Yes, latte and muffin. Yes, and then there's cats. Yep. Like people dressed as cats? <laughs> yes, the cast of cats will hang out with you. Because that closed, yes. I think, recently on Broadway, so maybe those people are looking for things to do. To be fair, I didn't verify they meant actual animal cats, but they do mean animal cats. I don't have to verify that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain. We're so good. they adopt the cats? You could adopt the cats. What about they? What do they? What do the cats do when the when the when the cafe is closed? I assume they get to start their own special cat club. Where's the litter boxes? See, these are good questions. I didn't even think to ask where the litter boxes are. Right? Are they, are they where my muffin is? I was concerned. Do they leave them in cages? Like, do you just sit around in the cat in a cage? Because if not, all my cat ever does if you open a door is run out into the street. But do you remember, like, people that were, like, assholes that had gerbils, and they put those big gerbil, like, uh, zoos together, and they, like, connected plastic tubes, and, like, the gerbils can run all across their house? I don't house know why that would make you an asshole, but yes. Uh, because that's just, you're an <laughs> asshole. Because you got, like, one of those gerbil things where they run through tubes through your ceiling and shit like that. So, like, do they have, like, like plastic, like, you know, enclosures that the cats run in over your head? So there's cats running over you, and it's real cute that they put their paws up on the thing? I think it's just, like, if you went to a cat hoarder's house and then had tea. So it's like if I went to Key West and I went to um, Ernest Hemingway's house, like, the cats just run up to you. It's the same idea, except you can pay to go there in D.C. Okay. Sounds like a place that I am not going with you on June the 20th. <laughs> Does on, it we shut can go down for before Day. Labor Day? Oh, I bet it shuts down by the 22nd. I, I think it stays open for a month. I'm thinking that maybe we could um, just put some cats in here. I was going to say, I'll bring mine over. We have your cat. Let's have everyone hang out at the Beat Lab for free. Smell, they just have to play poker with us. It's 95 degrees in here right now. It's, it smells, gonna, a little, it smells a little humid in here. It's going to smell like cat urine <laughs> in about a week and a half. No, that's the, uh, that's, I didn't even think about the litter boxes. They've got to be somewhere. Box, Where are you going to put the litter boxes? And if you have more than one cat, you need several litter boxes. That's true. You know what I mean? They didn't think of these logistics. They should have hired you. Should have hired me. I could be have been a cat cons- curator, cat consultant. Well, if you were a member of their uh, gentleman's club, that was a backer to the Kickstarter, we could find this out right now. We could be there today at a sample showing. Sorry, but we'll have to just wait and see on the twentieth. That's it. That's what we'll do instead of going to uh, to Richmond. Happy Father's Day! <laughs> Your cat cafe was shut down. <laughs> I can't imagine that's going to be very successful. Not a chance. But I also imagine that if you are going to the cat cafe, you will not need this next news story. Do you have an iPhone? I have an iPhone. It's a very popular phone. If you have a Droid, this is not meant to be insulting, but fuck you. iPhones are great. They have a health app. You can trade what you eat and how much you weigh. It's also going to keep track of how many times you've had sex. They're going to add the ability to track your sex life and your sexual activities on the uh, iPhone health app. I can't see how that's uh, anything that uh, I would be interested in because there's really no good answer, right? I mean, uh, one, if it's high, then you're like you're clearly have some issues, and if uh, if uh, if you're married, then you know how that's going to go. <laughs> uh, or if you're me and you're single, uh, you know how that's going to go too. Uh, so there's really no reason for this. Wait a minute. However, you're single. Uh, I will. 
I will. Uh, I'm going to try it out. You're single? No, if I were. No. Oh. Remember this? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just said if you're like me and you're single. That could have been the best news story of the day. So we find out. Wow. So how does this? How does this work? I mean, you manually like. Well, honestly, if uh, if you order cheeseburgers twice in one day when you're in Paris, <laughs> there's no reason for anybody to be married to you. I would have All left right. you on your Kuwaiti Airlines flight right back to the. Uh, that was fantastic. Outside of the mirrors. In the day. Outside of the mirrors. So anyway, so now what? It, it tracks. Does it track the noise? Well, it, it's I'm. It doesn't track the noise. It's not like it's. It knows when you've had sex. You have to you put just in put there. You put it to your penis. You just, yep. <laughs> and then the infrared. <laughs> I know. It smells it. My, my Apple Watch has got to be wrapped around my dong. Yep. <laughs> That's why I have to buy those things. <laughs> have you seen the new Fitbit? It goes around my penis. It's like Benoit balls. <laughs> what? So, so I have to enter it in there? You have to enter it in. Just like anything else you do in there. If you enter your weight, you manually enter your weight every time you weigh yourself every, every couple of days. I'm not manually entering in when I've had sex into my phone. No. How uh, depressing would that be? <laughs> <laughs> the most depressing feature on my phone. I'd be driving to work and Siri would come on and go, doo doo. <laughs> it has been 244 <laughs> days since your last entry in your <laughs> sex health option. Yeah. It's, it's a sad icon. But one of the features on the phone is that it actually gets disabled permanently if you go to the cat cafe. It's true. <laughs> it gets disabled personally. <laughs> they just, they're just like, you don't need this. They delete it off your phone. Save you some memory. That's a good deal. <laughs> but if you are also going to the cat cafe and not logging your sex life because you don't need it, this next story is actually for you. <laughs> you eat the pizza. I've eaten pizza a good number of times. I'm not a big fan. When I eat pizza, I get the shits pretty terribly. I guess Tony had Pizza Hut yesterday. Well, they have decided they're not doing well, so they've lost their mind even more than McDonald's. <laughs> I love Pizza Hut. Uh, Domino's Pizza is not Domino's Pizza anymore. They're Domino's. But now, Is that because they don't sell pizza? Uh, they, didn't you see they like, exploded all their signs in the commercial, and they're like, Domino's Pizza is now Domino's, because they sell more than just pizza. Oh. And now Pizza Hut is still Pizza Hut, but they're decided that that their regular pizza isn't cutting it. No one's ordering a pepperoni. No one's ordering a large deluxe, a supreme, whatever they call it. Their pizza's terrible. Well, you know what would make that pizza better? Tell hot me. dogs. Okay. What if you took the crust of your pizza and instead made it mini hot dogs wrapped in pretzels? Oh. It's yeah. called the hot dog pizza. It that. debuts on the 18th of June. So you could eat this, then get the shits all day the 19th and the 20th, go to the Cat Cafe. And have an exciting weekend uh, two weeks from now. I like hot dogs. We've already talked about last week when I had six hot dogs for a lunch. Uh, I still don't think I want this. (laughs) So I I saw it. So I thought it was just like, I thought it was one long hot dog wrapped around in a circle. (laughs) 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 Which I was very fascinated with. I was like, wow, that's amazing. How do they get like a big circle hot dog well it would just be a flat bendy hot dog but yes yeah but a really long bendy hot dog they get them at at ann's dairy cream (laughs) (laughs) that's a joke for three people but but then it's not it's like little tiny yeah it's it's those little midget hot dogs that they they put around the outside wrapped in like pretzel now did you see what i sent you to about their pizza box yes that's the other half of the story so along with Uh, making a hot dog pizza They've also decided this isn't coming to the to the U.S. yet. This is starting in Hong Kong. That it's going to give you a little uh, converter that turns the box your pizza's delivered with into a movie. So now I take my iPhone. You, oh, that's right. It, it gives you a, like a lens you put in the front of the box, and it gives you a, a download code for like one of four different movies, and then you play it on your phone 
that you put in the middle of this greasy ass pizza box so and it shoots a movie out in the wall in very low in a very low light. So now my phone <laughs> that is measuring the amount of times that I'm having sex, mm-hmm. I stick into a greasy greasy pizza box. Right. And it projects a movie onto a wall about six inches in front of the box. <laughs> hey, are we talking about the movie app or the sex app? What? <laughs> it's a short movie. What? <laughs> God. Hey, you've been having sex on a regular basis, but it's only been lasting 30 seconds. Hey, that's fine. Why would you even put that in? I enter it. It counts. It counts. In 2015, <laughs> you had sex 45 times for a total time of 62 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a calorie burned is a calorie burned. <laughs> See, I guess Pizza Hut's even more desperate than McDonald's. All they did was get a creepy hamburger and drop half their food items. But Pizza Hut's lost their mind. I think neither of these things are going to help at all. Uh, probably not. But um, you know, the good news is is that you can still uh, you can still you can still stick your phone into a pizza box and have some some hot dogs and pizza and still measure the fact that you're not having any sex at the cat cafe. At- <laughs> <laughs> God only knows where the litter boxes are. Yeah. Is that it for the news? Well, we did have some breaking news. Okay. The Tony was extremely upset at the beginning of this episode. Yes. Uh, and Jeremy doesn't understand it. Sad news this week in the world of wrestling. Uh, Dusty Rhodes passed away. Oh, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, the American dream. And like I'm trying to explain to Jeremy, he doesn't follow wrestling, why this is a big deal. And, uh, and for a lot of people, maybe they don't realize, like in the 80s, you had a WWE, which was at the time known as WWF, and you had Hulk Hogan, you had Iron Sheik and Andre Giant, and they were bigger than life names, and they got a lot of attention. But in the NWA, you had Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen, and you had Dusty Rhodes and Sting. And Dusty Rhodes was basically the Hulk Hogan of the NWA. I mean, the guy was, the guy could deliver a promo that was so authentic and so real. He was just an absolute legend in business. And then even after his uh, wrestling in the ring career died, he was, uh, uh, or, you know, ended. He was still like, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he poor even choice. after he was deceased in the ring. Poor, <laughs> poor choice of words. Even, even after his uh, career ended in the ring, he still, like, booked for the last 15 years for WWE. Now, you could say the booking's been terrible. However, I mean, the guy is, uh, he's an innovator, extremely creative, and uh, and it's just a, it's a, an absolute loss. He was only sixty nine, which is kind of sad. And his son is a wrestler too, right? He's Gold Dust. Uh, Gold Dust, and then his other son, uh, Cody Rhodes, is uh, also uh, known as Stardust, and they both wrestle. Wow, isn't but, Gold, uh, Gold Dust is the one that's got Tourette's, right? I have. No, you're asking the wrong person. I have no. Yeah, idea he kind of that gimmick died. Oh, that, <laughs> I'm really using the wrong word there. Uh, I need to stop using the word. Died. Everything died. Uh, Everything's dead. But R.I.P. Dusty Rhodes, I, I'm going to miss you for one. Sorry, Jeremy, that we don't have anything about Magic the Gathering to talk about today where you can chime in. But um, you know, just I had a lot to talk about with Pizza Hut and a cat cafe. Well, I think I covered all our bases. That's very true. Do you have a song for today? Man? Well, I did. Now you've stopped it? It, it? I did. It just keeps cutting off for me. It's a good start. A little acoustic Bon Jovi. Well... Everyone's going to be super excited. So much like every episode in 2015, we end the show by Don singing the hits. The hits of his youth, probably songs that came up before he was born, because Don only liked songs recorded in the 80s and late 70s. So here's another one that goes out to you, Dusty Rhodes, which seems really inappropriate. <laughs> but that's what we do on Radio for Women. This is a very long intro. What do you mean to do about that? I didn't write the song. 
See you guys next week. Hopefully we'll have a better song. <laughs> have a good week, everybody. Three, two, one, go. You can follow... You can... <laughs> Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com, search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>